Now, everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Perhaps it's time to approach the question of UFOs again. For we can only hope that if we are being studied by aliens, it is with more thoroughness and care than we have focused on them. Dr. Viviani, what do you think of that uh, Leonard Nimoy comment? Yeah, forget the report that just came out. Let, let's talk about Mr. Spock. I was waiting for the Star Trek reference to come into here. <laughs> yes. so, we, were so, we were so into this thing. and then Now you've got to finish the talk about it. Go. Welcome to Everything Old is New Again. This is Douglas Viviani with the otherworldly David Cohen. Hello, Douglas. Now, is that you or is that you on tape? I'm trying to hear, if, am I actually hearing you? Or well, two minutes ago, we just heard you on tape from our prior show. That was a prior show we just heard. Yes, and that right. was a show we There was visited. some breaking news that you guys just mentioned and then never got back to the entire <laughs> show. You never talked about we the visiting. bombshell news. <laughs> I still don't know what it is. Well, we were visiting with Dr. John Viviani, the uh, UFO aficionado uh, extraordinaire, and he is back because we um, have- He's been, here. He's here. Not uh, on tape, but he's on tape as well. We just heard. We just heard him, but he's actually sitting with us. Exactly. This year, we've seen significant developments in the world of the extraterrestrial and the possibilities of life in the universe other than here on Earth. Interesting. Since the dawn of time, caveman drawings, right? Remember these caveman drawings? And Egyptian no, not pyramids? That old. And Star Trek? I mean, the beyond, the man has, has searched for life other than on this planet. And just man. Uh, human kind. No, women had nothing to do with it. Women don't search. They just search for the uh, a little more. They're a little more realistic. Man for years, huh? <laughs> they search for a man on Earth. Uh, men search for women on other planets. That's the difference in the gender. Uh, anything, uh, anyway, any, everything old is new again is going there once again to explore this age-old question. We're going to explore the reaches of outer space as well as the limits of our imagination with the, our resident... UFOlogist extraordinaire, Dr. John Viviani from uh, Melville, New York. Welcome. Oh, it's honored to be back here again. Oh, you sound honored. Yeah, it fulfills my, my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ufologist, not ufologist. All right, ufologist. ufologist. What, I said UFO? What did you I say? Ufologist. Uh, ufologist, you. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to just dive into it, and we're going to explore here a little bit some of the new news. I thought this was very interesting. The space station, if you've seen this year, uh, had two separate postings of what appeared to be UFOs circling around the Earth. And I'm showing a picture. Uh, if you You're showing a picture for our listeners yeah, so at yeah, home. If, 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 <laughs> this is the magic if of you radio. Look at, if you look at YouTube, you can find it, or any Google, you'll see uh, they've had two separate sightings. And I think it's very interesting that NASA, if you hear this clip, you'll hear them telling the people on the space station. They call them astronauts still, I guess. You're asking me? I have no <laughs> I idea. Really I'm not, not sure what you mean by space station, so I'm already Well, we have behind. a space station or orbiting the Earth. And they're know. taking pictures of these alleged UFOs. Well, they're taking video. It's a natural video uh, that runs 24-7. I and see. all of a sudden, NASA tells them this. Listen to this. This is legit from NASA. If you start on from A, start from all over again, and you skip A, B, C, and then you start at Delta. Yeah, I'll have to close out and open it back up again. Copy. What they were telling them to do, I know it's hard to figure it out, but the idea was they, NASA was telling these astronauts. In the space station? In the space station. Once they showed these pictures or video, hey, turn the feed off. And this is how you do it. And the astronaut was like, well, I guess I'm going to have to reboot my computer once I do that because the only way, the way I know how to do this. And they said, yeah, do it. 
So why is NASA telling astronauts in the space station to cut a video feed that's on 24-7 all the time? All of a sudden, they see some object. Oh, cut it. Why wouldn't they want to keep videoing it? Dr. Viviani, why? Oh, well, because it's something they want to cover up. If, if there's something that they can't explain, you know, they... they they have a history of, of, of not coming clean on certain sightings. There's more than one video, by the way, of uh, of, of uh, some. Well, I've got two here. i got one for sure. You can look this up if you like on the DailyMail.com.uk. It's a cigar-shaped cigar UFO spotted from the space station. And I'm showing it to you. You know, I mean, I'll put it online on our website, everythingoldersnewagain.biz. You can see it clearly orbiting the Earth. It, of course, could be a satellite, but that doesn't look like a satellite from our perspective. Am I wrong? Is that a cigar? It could be. It, it could be. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, it cigar is no, not a cigar. Space debris. They could have had a cigar that didn't taste so now, good. Those are, those are, that's, a, that's not just a still. They have videos of yes. that. And they also have ones of, uh, did you have the ones? Yeah, here's it? another one. Now, this one, if you take a look at EWAO.com. And then get into, uh, you know, take a look for, ask for NASA footage of UFO. You'll see one that was, that's right here, that looks like a, uh, it looks like the 2001 pod, if you remember that movie, where Hal would not let that astronaut back into the space station. Anyway, you see it right there. I mean, you tell me what that is. Look at that. And there's the space station. So, I mean, there's the shuttle. So it's not the shuttle. Like, you know, you can see it's clearly. Right. So this is new information that I'm just throwing out that, yeah, we have tricks with cameras and, and angles and all this. But, Doctor, why do you think that this possibly could be some legit visitation from another species? Well, they said it's not it's not ice objects on the lens. They can't explain what it is. It's, it's, not, a, it's not a natural uh, a moving object, the way that um, some of the other videos I've seen, where it, it, there, there's a, it goes as like a streak of light, and then it goes back up like 90 degrees. Um, there's other ones I saw where they, they're orbiting the Earth, and something comes up like a light beam comes up from Earth, as if they're shooting at it. It's not a natural. Uh, it doesn't look like a natural motion. And I think uh, Theodore Loader, who is a professor emeritus of Earth Services. Uh, in, for the University of New Hampshire. This is a legit dude, man. This is not like some goof. He's on tenure. I'm sure he could get fired for saying something like this. Um, intelligent beings from other star systems have been and are visiting our planet Earth. They are very, various, uh, re variously referred to as visitors, others, star people, etc. They are visiting Earth now. And who is this guy? I'll tell you a second. This is, uh, I already told you. Dr. This McCoy. is. <laughs> Dr. This is McCoy. a matter of con not a con matter of conjecture or wishful thinking. Theodore Loder III, Ph.D., Professor Emeritus of Earth Services in the University of New Hampshire. Hmm. I mean, come on! It, it, I have to say to you, this is not just. A, a so, has NASA released anything officially about this? We, they have released the video inadvertently, and it was recorded by people, and therefore it's now on YouTube. But they haven't NASA's addressed what not it addressing no, it. Not. Okay. The only knows Gordon Cooper addresses it. One of the, one of the ex -astronauts. astronauts, right? Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. the was he the last man on the moon? I think. I don't know. He was, and and he clearly says. Here's another couple of pictures of of it uh, from the Daily Mail. So, I mean, you know, this is just something I just all I'm saying is that when you listen to Coast to Coach, a, a station, a show that I love, I love, sometimes they get a little off uh, the beaten path. But, you know, 
if there's a hundred claims, a million claims, it just it just needs one claim to have some legitimacy, and these seem to have some it's nice to get bit of legitimacy. Stuff from NASA, whether it's inadvertently or not, it's just like some guy on an iPhone. It's like uh, it's a. So, do you think yeah. it'll what'll happen next? Do you think they'll ever address what that is? Eventually, they probably. W- not in the near future, but some people say they may because it is, there's more and more evidence coming, more and more, especially with the internet and people can access stuff that you couldn't 20 years ago. So you're getting more and more uh, evidence. Right, let's there. see what, uh, I mean, I don't know. What do you think about this? But What was that? That didn't make any sense to me. That makes no joke. That's what, it's, it's no sense to me. It's what, how's there a joke that, that to me makes, he's, he's a lunatic. A reason why I throw in there a little Gilbert Gottfried is I think the general public is more of the attitude of Gilbert Gottfried than us, and or than me and my my uh, compatriot yes. here. I think that's the reason why we're not going to see much because there's no demand for this information. It's disseminated on the internet, and we all know the internet has a lot of junk on it. And I think a lot of people just take it with a grain of salt and move on. Right. I, that's my thought. I mean, I, what do I know? But I, I don't see any press conferences coming unless the public demands it, and I don't see the public demanding it. We've got a lot of other stuff on Earth to deal with, too. So I don't know that we're, we're really diving into this issue seriously enough. And our space program has been cut significantly by this administration and the last for – so for the last 16 years – and NASA has been cut, cut, yeah. cut, cut to nothing. So, I mean, you know, they don't even have the resources anymore. To Would it be great if there was a visit? That's what we kind of need right now, right? We need, a, we need a big distraction like that. Aliens, right? Just to get our minds off of everything. I agree. We'll be back. We're going to be the old again. Wow, is that loud? They're coming in the next door. All right, we're back uh, for the podcasters, and we're... Uh, Diving into the exploration of UFOs, and for the extra minute and a half, uh, I just wanted to ask the doctor, if you had seen these, when you saw these, what did you do about it? Well, I, did a, I didn't do anything about it. <laughs> exactly my point. I'm not saying you have to, but... Yeah. You I know, think you are saying you have to. You're, you're, you're saying you know, you know, there isn't any public demand to see it. Isn't no, that and, your point? And, and it's more yes. still ridicule. Like, even when you say, oh, wait, I'm going on my brother's show. What are you talking about? UFO. I'm like, ugh, UFOs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's a good point. I mean, the, you know, so I think we've been saturated with You're shamed. You're, you've been shamed. I'm shaming <laughs> the general public also to try to say, listen... UFO at shaming. At least, at least don't laugh when someone's says there might be something like this uh, on the horizon. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> and I say on the horizon, uh, sort of like a pun, I guess it's not a, funny, but I mean, these, the cigar-shaped object, this, this shuttle kind of looking object, they're on the horizon of Earth right here. Uh, right. So look this stuff up. I mean, it's legit. You're seeing it. It's legit, right? I mean, it l- appears The videos legit. are more impressive. Yes, yes. But these are stills from the yeah. video. Yeah. So what's it going to take, right, for, for people to take this seriously like an actual landing like someone comes into your living room and says hey dr viviani you've been waiting for me i'm here take some video dude let's go i don't know what it's going to take somebody in politics to like they they don't even discuss it so it's literally they can't even discuss like a a legitimate economic issue they're going to talk about this you know they won't (laughs) fools we have in office all right we'll be back everything old is new again You're listening to Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen.
The spaceman came and had his way with me. He came back last night, but this time he brought a friend with him. This again was your husband's bowling night, coincidentally enough. Coincidentally, yes. And the friend, however, did not participate, just stood around and watched oh, that's and good. did take pictures. He and, took uh, pictures? Yes, he Well, did. now this upsets me personally because this shows the extent of what uh, pornography has gone to. It's in outer space. Well, we know you might be uh, on the cover of some smutty... So I cut it off. It's Muddy Out of Space magazine, I was, he was saying. That's from Fernwood Tonight, if you remember that show, an obscure show with Martin Mull and um, uh, Fred Willard from the 1970s. They're talking about UFOs and interviewing a fictitious uh, visitor, someone that was visited by... It was a fictitious talk show, <laughs> and the whole premise was right. Sort of like this. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and we're back on Everything Old is New Again with David Cohen, Douglas Viviani. We are with our special guest, Dr. John Viviani, the ufologist extraordinaire from Long Island. He's the ufologist on Long Island that visits this show. Right. <laughs> He's an exclusive. In fact, there's no one else in the nation, in the nation of the United States of America, the, well, world. the world. Really? There's no one else in the world that comes to Everything Old is New Again on a regular basis to visit with us to talk about... UFOs. You got to get a life, Doctor Viviani. <laughs> you might be the That's... only one that has the courage to do that. I know. I'm. I'm, a, I'm... <laughs> or the time. <laughs> I got the time. <laughs> a lot of free time. <laughs> Speaking of time uh, and space, we could go to, go there and say the next section here. I'd like to visit with an idea that something that happened again this year, 2016. There was a strong signal heard from a neighboring star system. Uh, star system. System, and. It was received by, uh, again, a, a legitimate organization uh, that reported this. It was re- observed by the Rattan 600 radial telescope in Russia. Now, Russians are very open to this. Their government has been open to UFOs. Yes. That you tell me, what, what's Russia been involved with the, in terms of versus the U.S.? Where, where oh, are we going with they that? Have, Russian has op- Russia has opened up their, their KGB files, or all kinds of files on, on UFOs. Even, they even had the, they, I'll get off the subject, but even had, they did war games where they were actually trying to, uh, they would do like war games with nu- moving nuclear missiles around just to try and get UFO sightings. And they had, they said, look, we do X, Y, Z, and we, you know, they come over on nuclear warheads and they do no, stuff like the, that on the, uh, the uh, allegedly the aliens would view the movement of UFOs in Russia no of, of the nuclear stuff I'm sorry the u- nuclear we- weapons in Russia and say wait a minute are these guys is this country getting ready to use them maybe we need to intercede let's as a UFO society take a look and get a little closer and see what's going it on that's what like, you're saying that was to kind of like set the bait to try and say and like, it worked it, it, yes well according to them it did they had sightings and but there the they're Russian more, government saying then, this. Now, right. of course, they haven't always been honest. But, uh, no, what, what do you mean, Doug? We've <laughs> always been honest. <laughs> no, they, they're, they're more transparent than almost anybody. I think Brazil is also... But uh, we're, we, don't, we, don't, we don't open anything up. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> it was we. Out of everything old is doing, I'm going to take a look at it. I want to take a look at the signal itself. I think... I think we can hear the signal in question in this uh, audio tape. I can't remember. Scientists and astronomers are investigating a strange radio signal coming from deep space. The signal was intercepted by the Russian Rattan 600 radio telescope in Zelenchukskaya, Russia, back in May 2015. 
All right, 2015. Sorry. Right, but it was it was news this year. I even heard about this one, okay. but I had also heard that it was really nothing. They 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 basically came out and said no, it was not from some alien world. Well, they said it, it could have been like a reflection, but then it was coming from different directions. So I've seen different. Well, reports. let me say this: when you say they, this is what this is the the this determining fact. You hear the news come out from the people that heard this, and they released. You heard that you that signal. That was it. You hear that signal. Right. And then the media or someone gets a, a, a feel for that and says, wait a minute, let's make a story. We've got to spin this, man. This can't be from another civilization. We have to say it was an echo. It was an echo off the sun. I'm just saying where you, you got to check that source. I personally, if I was an, uh, the ufologist, I would go ahead and check with with the organization itself that found and heard this and ask them. Well, I thought it, I, I thought it was somebody official, like some U.S. agency, basically that said what? It was, that, that said it's nothing. Yes, it's really always not. a U.S. agency that's telling Russia, no, your ufologists and your UFO findings and all this are wrong. Always the U.S. is saying that. Always they're always telling me this, Doug. I can't get any uh, UFO info out there wow. without U.S. saying, no, you're full of uh, the Russian Porsche. poppycock. <laughs> I'm hopping a plane to, uh, to uh, Well, you Moscow can go on the week. internet next time uh, before you come on board. Uh, you knew we were talking about this. You got to do some investigation. So what? No, but what is your investigation? I know you had my one. investigation. What did your investigation <laughs> yield with regard to this signal? Legit or breaking not? news? Or what? Right here. I, Special I think, investigation. No, no, they, I, don't, I don't think it was proven to be false. It was just like, oh, we don't know what it is. So again, you get like, it could be this, it could be that, but it hasn't been disproven. It's like it could be a reflection, but we don't know what it is. So this one was pretty interesting because you know it, they said it was coming from multiple directions. Not just one, you know, like a, like if like it comes like a ball coming out, like you know, like the sun, different mm-hmm. directions. Not just so it could have been single. communication between ships, between part no, portions of civilizations out there, and we're just hearing it, like one signal to the next. Like if we have a signal to an airplane, you know, and they, they're I think that they that. did admit it was not. They don't think it was something uh, natural. But it could have been this claiming it was a reflection of one of our signals coming back. Yeah, this is this is the thing here. Now all of a sudden we that got this American, familiar, this, this Nick Sutzif from Texas A and M University astronomer. Right, so he's not a ufologist; he's an astronomer. So he has a little less technical, little <laughs> less less, <laughs> less, yeah. less gravity. <laughs> <to> <laughs> astrophysicist not up but there. Like it w- he says it wouldn't be surprising <laughs> if we were just listening to ourselves as the signal was observed in a part of the radio spectrum used by the military for communication between ground stations and satellites. What? Then why did the Russians hear it? It doesn't make any sense, this guy. What is he saying? I didn't understand a word you just said. <laughs> he's, well, so. that's because he's talking double talk. you got to look at uh, these guys. This is not an emeritus uh, uh, like they had the last guy from uh, we had uh, you know, on our last section of the show. Uh, this is some goof from the Texas A&M University. He's an astronomer. What is that? Some guy in a, that, that makes the hamburgers, and at night he's got a little uh, you know, telescope. He looks outside. What, who is this guy? If I'm not mistaken, that, <laughs> it, it was a, took a while. He goes on the top of the roof of the cafeteria, looks every night, and he says, oh, I think this could be uh, communications between ground well, stations and satellites. He's full of baloney. They, that, the, the rebuttal took a while to come out. They admitted they didn't Of course, because they couldn't find anybody. Found this guy. said, so yeah. he's making hamburgers. He's a $100,000. Say you're an astronomer from Texas <laughs> A&M. The, put oh, a, hamburgers. Where's the making hamburgers well, He's coming. a chef. He's a chef in, the, you in know the cafeteria. That? You're just making that but up. But they'd say he's an astronomer. There are no astronomers at, at, at Texas. Wait, did you, you went to college? Are there you can, astronomers you major employed astro- by your college? You, can ma- you major in astronomy. This, 
You know, I saw some student. Hey, you want your student loans paid? Put a put a microphone, a microscope on the, the roof of your dorm and take a look. Call yourself an astronomer and tell the world that this is not a legit signal. Give me a break, please. It gets me riled up. This is why I need wow. Stuart Freeman. Really, I... Let's see what he has to say. Four major conclusions after 38 years Thank of you. study and investigation. 38 years. First, that the evidence is overwhelming that planet Earth is being visited by intelligently controlled That's Stuart extraterrestrial Stan- spacecraft. Stan- Second, <laughs> the subject of flying saucers represents a kind of cosmic Watergate. That's why By here. that, I mean that some few people in the governments of the United States, France, England... <laughs> have undoubtedly known since July 1947 that the planet has been visited. Third, none of the arguments made against conclusions one and two stand up under careful scrutiny. Their arguments sound very good good, until you check them against the evidence and then they collapse. Like I'm saying. And finally, fourth, this is the biggest story of the millennium. Visits to planet Earth by alien spacecraft, successful cover-up of the best data, the bodies and the wreckage yes. for almost 49 years. Thank you. So let me just understand. So anyone who says that UFOs are legitimate, those are legitimate, qualified speakers. But anyone who is opposing UFOs is basically a guy flipping burgers. No, but you got to look. You but really got to look. That's basically what you are. Gotta look. Anyone who's for it is full of. They say this guy, he's an astronomer at a university. That's nothing compared to this guy who is Theodore Loder, professional, um, professor emeritus of Earth Services University of New Hampshire. He's a legit dude. What is dude. that, though? What he's does legit. that mean? He's, he's a professor. Uh, we're having was, an argument you love he graduated, and now he's a professor. Either. What's the difference? <laughs> that sounds real. Uh, we could turn that down. That's from, uh, of course, uh, War of the... Now, back to America's Entertainment Pop Culture Talk Show. Everything old is new again with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. This is Terrence Winter, writer and executive producer of The Sopranos, creator and executive producer of Boardwalk Empire, and the new vinyl on HBO. And you're listening to my friends, Douglas... Oh, what happened to that clip? What happened there? Douglas Viviani and uh, David Cohen here, and everything old is new again. That's what he was going to say, I promise. That's Terry Winter, our man that lends credibility to everything old is new again. And speaking of credibility, we are talking about UFOs and the possibility of alien life out there. <laughs> the uh, ufologist, nice <laughs> the UFO, it would have been nice if you didn't laugh. The ufologist extraordinaire, Dr. John Viviani from Melville, Long Island, an extraordinarily uh, vast gifted. knowledge and gifted individual. <laughs> Uh, some of that gift has to do with the gift of gab with regard to UFOs. And we're here. We're going to investigate something else that's happened in 2016. They have found... Well, you know what? Let's play the clip and see if uh, someone would talk for me about this. NASA announced the discovery of a distant planet that may be habitable. Labeled as Kepler-22b, this planet orbits a star that is very similar to our sun. And most important, the orbit of this planet is at the perfect distance to maintain the right temperature for the existence of liquid water and life. All right, I'm going to play another clip right after that so we can dive into a whole discussion of this topic of is there planets that are close to us that could be like an Earth 2, uh, and we'll explore that. But there's a second planet that was discovered as well. Next clip here. Scientists have discovered a new planet known as Proxima b. We have found a terrestrial planet orbiting Proxima Centauri. It's the nearest exoplanet we will ever found because it's the nearest star to the sun, and we are very excited about it. Excited because it's not only close to our solar system, but it may, in fact, be very similar to Earth. 
The Russians again, by the way, you notice. Right. But, okay. but the announcers were actual burger flippers, <laughs> astronomers. So <laughs> Exactly. Anybody, hey, listen, anybody can get behind a microphone and talk. And, and talk where, where are those authority. two clips from? Where'd you get that? Those are, those are clips from the internet, just these, these just lame random internet. stories, yeah. Yeah, these lame stories, lame presentation. But I wanted to give you some legitimacy to show that they have been reported. There are, are two planets, Kepler-22b and Proxima-b. That what? Dr. Viviani, what do you learn about these planets oh, from these investigations? Oh, my investigations. Yes. <laughs> Proxima is about four light years away. They say that there's definitely water on that planet. As a matter of fact, a lot of water on that planet. So almost like a water world type, Kevin Costner, world world type planet, which just shows if there's water, there's, there, there could be, you know, obviously some sort of life around. As opposed to the other planet, Kepler, is more of a rocky planet. Uh, where they said it's very Earth-like uh, possibility of Earth-like atmosphere. The size is proportional to Earth. The distance from the sun, so very. very and the, the 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 from Proxima B, the the degrees, like the temperature, the temperature, yeah, is like eighty-six to one hundred four. So it's like a like Vegas, you know. Uh, so you can live there with the water and with uh, with this. So the question I'm going to throw out first: if there are those two planets that we have found close to us, that's relatively close to us, uh, that could support life like this and like our life, why do you not think that in the billions of planets and solar systems there are out there that there aren't any more? David. Well, I'm not saying there can't be. I wouldn't name it Kepler-22b because I think that's a <laughs> that's a hemorrhoid cream, isn't it? <laughs> right. But, uh, look, I, I, I would imagine there are. Yeah, sure. Aha! Uh -huh. Why? Yeah, odds are there's got to be, right? And if there are, then at some point they build a ship and they can visit us. No, Doctor? Oh, absolutely. I happen to think there's tons of uh, of uh, planets that could have life on it. You know, because the universe is so vast. Now, these are just a couple because they're excited because they're, quote, close. But closer still would take us 70,000 years to reach uh, Proxima using our technology. Well, we'd be dead by then. Yeah. Well, how let's, could Let's yeah, take yeah, this. Let's assume how? that we can travel. So, yeah, that's what you have to assume. In, All right. And we can travel in space, and we can go speed of light, which would mean four years from now we land on Proxima. Cool. We got a ship. We're landing. We're going to inhabit this Earth-like planet with the first humans there. It'll be a male and a female, or two males and two females. Uh, that's a little bit difficult. We're going to find out. But the astronauts will be like an Adam and Eve type. So the question is... Why wouldn't it be like 10 guys and one girl? Well, the Were problem, we getting the, what, 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 these biblical the references? If one was, man and one woman. If I was on that ship and it was a male with me and two females, those two females undoubtedly would be attracted to the other male. And therefore, there would be a lot of problems in, in, in interplay with relationships. you got four years Yeah, there'd be some this. There'd be some problems. Yeah. So my situation is uh, maybe they need to be married first. But okay. whatever. Now, you're landing on the planet. Yeah, that, that wouldn't result in any tension. No. Right. <laughs> so now, maybe the oil should not really look so good either. I'm just saying. They should all look like me. In this way, there's really no temptation. So as far as I'm concerned, you're landing on this planet. I'm proposing something to both of you. I'd like to know if you have, could bring five things to this planet. Remember, you've already got water and some vegeta vegetation. What are you bringing to this planet to not only survive, but to enjoy your rest of your life because you're not coming back to Earth? Who wants to dive into this? First of all. You're talking to a guy who, when I go to my sister's house to have a barbecue outside, I have to have bug spray. So I'm not the outdoorsy type to be the uh, explorer. So you're so bringing some... question to ask. Probably bug spray. Bug spray. Yeah. Well, that's legit. Why not? Uh, I, I Okay. That's that's what you feel is necessary. <laughs> feel free. Anything else? That's it. You're being no. a bug okay, spray. Okay. How about a solar generator so I can have electricity? All right. What do you use electricity on? 
I don't have to bring my iPad to listen to music. And uh, how are you going to get a signal, music. though? Yeah. No, right? pre-taped music. So, ah. you know, and there's not that much music out there that's any good oh, they care about. Music. What else? I need my iPad for music and reading because there's going to be a lot of downtime. There's nothing to do. All right. What about a marriage council for you and your wife? That's a good idea. That would be a good one. David, yeah. what are you bringing? Um, I'm going to bring... Um, Probably a gun with me because okay. I'm going to hate it and probably kill myself. <laughs> um, I'm going to probably bring a, a guitar because you were saying there's no music. I can actually play music, so I need something to entertain myself. Right, okay. I bring some many books. Right. What, I mean, what are you, you going to do? I said download them on the iPad. But you yeah, if I can't, right. But right. the... That's okay, yeah, I like that idea. Right. That. Okay, good. Power so iPad. I got the iPad and so You really power. haven't thought it through. I have. Well, you, know, about, you, bring, you asked me 30 seconds well, yeah, ago. About date, I, I sent this outline weeks ago to you data guys. Data from Star Trek I would bring. The robot data. It doesn't exist. I bring my cats. How's that? <sighs> I bring clean underwear. What do you is, want from me? This is what you bring. I bring a, I bring a, a hammer. You bring, bring a, a hammer. You bring a cow and you bring a bull, first off, so you can have cows. Oh, they fit on the spaceship. How are you going to get them on the spaceship? This is a fictitious spaceship. They got human beings. You can have a cow. Now. After that, you're gonna bring. You're Chickens. gonna bring. Listen to me now. You're gonna bring some seeds for tomato plants. You're gonna bring some seeds for barley and uh, and uh, and wheat. Okay. For beer. Now, what you're gonna do is also you're gonna bring this the, uh, like a pizza oven. You know the pizza ovens. You're gonna bring one of those with your solar panel. There are your five things. You land. You set up the pizza oven with the solar panel, so you've got electricity. Heat that. Uh, that what, oven. what if it rains and you're, snows? What are you gonna do? You're planting these seeds. You're gonna have yourself barley and hops. But what do you do nice in the meantime beer. if there's like you got enough bad supplies weather. to get this going? And then you're gonna oh. you milk the cow and you're gonna make some mozzarella cheese. So every day you're gonna be able with the barley and hops and the wheat, you're gonna be able to make bread. You're going to be able to use the tomatoes for tomato sauce, and you're going to have your mozzarella cheese from what I just supplied. You're going to make pizza and live off pizza and maybe even a mushroom plant or two. And you have a nice mushroom pizza every single day for the rest of your life. You'll be happy. Case closed. Yep. NASA, call me anytime you want. I know exactly what to make these people happy. Am I wrong? The ufologist has got to have something to say about this. I told you I'm still stuck on the bug spray. Yeah, this is this is. A, this. <laughs> so what your your goal in life is to find the aliens that are investigating Earth to ask them how can we eat, get rid of mosquitoes? The mosquitoes. Oh and wait, the gnats. so wait, this is already populated. This or this other Earth? It will be once I've set up my pizza place. Oh well, well that's it's different though because if the, if it's, it's populated, po- no, it's I don't have, our, I don't have to bring anything, no, right? I didn't say it was populated. That's it. It's me, my wife, and uh, the other couple. That's it. Uh, why would, but, but if it supports life, why wouldn't it be populated? Well, then then I'll make a lot of money on pizza because I'm sure they don't have it there. Do they have a space station? Well, you understand. have a ship. How are you sure that they don't have pizza? How are you sure? Listen, the name of the the name of the planet is is Kepler two two B or Proxima. They don't have much. That's of our name of it. They, they, have, have, they coincidentally have the same people name. People do not. Oh have wow, much, that's you're spot have, on. It is Kepler. Maybe that's maybe what we named pizza. it. Maybe they're better pizza. They don't have much imagination <laughs> at all. You kidding? They're eating. They're eating their little. You know what? Oatmeal breakfast, Great. and that's it. Uh, by the way, you can have oatmeal as well. You have yourself a nice. Uh, oh, listen to that sound. They're coming. They like my story. <laughs> I will be back whenever the old is new to investigate this. And now we're going to talk about next section uh, some ancient discoveries on Earth related to UFOs with ufologist John Viviani. Well, that went uh, pretty quick there, guys. But uh, <laughs> I don't know how you don't like to have pizza and beer every day for the rest of your life. Wouldn't that be fantastic? I guess you don't have to worry uh, about uh, gaining weight. No, who cares? You're the, only, you're the last man on Earth or the first man on Earth. So if you get, yeah. you, you don't go for it. Well, I just think that it would you, not You're be. on the air. You could use the microphone. 
I just I just think that it would not be unpopulated if it, it was if it is uh, if it's a life sustaining planet there would be life there. But the postulation right now are these two planets that are close to us that are not populated but do have uh, water. That's right. the postulation. They don't have we know they don't have any life on those two. So planets. it's at the point in time in the life of the planet that there is no living being. Uh, maybe right. just vegetation and stuff. So okay. We're explorers. This has now become a colony of uh, of Earth. Yeah, I mean, why you're not you're going to die at some point. You're going to die there quicker than you think. So that's no, why I bring the so gun yeah, to put yeah, myself I out of my misery. Yeah. No, you guys are not survivalists. Be like, oh, this is cool. After about a month, you're like, all right. You're not survivalist. I have pizza and beer every day, and I think you. Yeah, it's fine, but you after want a, to, and you'll want to survive. But what what happens when you run out of what happens when your cow dies? Well, you're gonna have. That's why you got the bull. You're gonna have more cows. You're gonna make cows with the cows you got. You bring a bull you and a them cow to meat. No, well, you're going to have the. Well, you're, you gonna got, you're gonna populate. You're going to have more and more and more cows, so eventually you can eat the cows. I don't think you can pull it off. That's that's my point. You, you can't got, pull that I'd love off. You see a cow in a spacesuit. I'd like to see you guys on Survivor. A cow man. in a spacesuit. Everything old is new again. We'll be back right after this. This is Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Okay, what, what is happening now, Jay? Well, we're going to return to everything old is new again with uh, uh, Doug and Dave. Oh, okay. I got nothing else better to do. What, why are you touching the microphone? Because I want to. It feels like a stuffed animal. <laughs> okay. Welcome to everything old is new again. This is Douglas Viviani with Leo Viviani there, lending credibility to our uh, broadcast here with David Cohen and the extraordinaire. Uh, a ufologist from Melville, New York, Dr. John Viviani. We're talking about uh, and have been talking about UFOs and alien societies and the new discoveries this year. Now I want to talk about and pivot a little bit, as they say, and talk about advanced technology that has been found on Earth, unearthed carbon dated to whether it be 10,000 to 500,000 years ago. And the question is, and we're going to go through this, why and how did these things develop why are they on Earth? What happened? Dr. Viviani, I know there was a, a spark plug, believe it or not, was found wow. in 1961, and it was dated, it was found and x-rayed in rock, and it was uh, basically, I guess you could call this a fossil, and the fossil is 500,000 years old. Doctor, go. That's half a million, by the way. Yes. Now, yes. Sp- <laughs> wait, just to clarify, this was a spark plug they found. It's a metal object within a rock that's shaped like a spark plug that has, has circular, like spiral dimensions. Um, first of all, the metallurgy, when did we start making metal uh, objects? In, in When did we start making metal objects? In the, I don't know, a couple hundred years ago, a thousand years ago maybe? Uh, the object, let me just be clear about this, Was has a metal core surrounded by layers of ceramic-like material and a hexagon wooden sleeve. When x-rayed, the object seemed to resemble a modern spark plug or some other electronic, electronic. component. A half a million years ago, they found that in, uh, in uh, California, Olancha, I can't pronounce that, Olancha, California. Why? How, doctor, what, what are you talking about? Oh. How is this possible? Well, there's only two explanations in my mind. One is that we are, are, are say it. We had technology a half a million years ago or more that was more advanced than, than even today. Or what do you mean we? we? We you mean the Earth. Earth? But but I don't think humans were around five. No, that's what I'm saying. Ago. Maybe they no, were. They, weren't, they, Doug, ble- they were not. They maybe they were, and then they they blew themselves up. I mean, the dinosaurs didn't. Did you see this? Planet of the Apes beneath the Planet of the Apes? 
This is the thing. This has to have been a visitation, or there's a time travel. Something's going on to put that. No, seriously, there. it was either extraterrestrial or we had the technology ourselves, which was lost technology. Right. 1851 in Illinois. Okay, I want you to see. He listened to this now. Uh, this fellow by the name of Hiram Dewitt found a fist-sized chunk of quartz mm-hmm. while on a trip to California. Again, to California, when he accidentally slipped. From his hands, it split open and fell open. This piece, of course, opened up, and they found a very old nail, one million years old. What did they find? A nail? A nail. Oh, I thought you said mail, like an envelope address. Again, it was a cut. (laughs) That's possible, too. With the stamp, you know, from 1961. It was a cut nail. It It wasn't a natural object. It was metal that was forged and cut, and it's surrounded by- Explain it. So I, don't, I can't explain it. That's the whole point. Well, you're the ufologist. What do you mean you can't explain it? You have to have some theory. My the- well, uh, my personal theory Thank you. is that we had – there was technology evidence on the earth a million years ago, half a million years ago, that was somehow lost. Maybe we blew ourselves up. Maybe it was from aliens. I don't but know. But humans weren't here a half a uh, – Who says they weren't? Maybe they were. Oh, well, I, I, I think I, we know that. We know. That's the not. whole thing, I our timeline. I thought that was proven. Well, you see, our timeline. Maybe well, I'm not, wrong. No, that's what, it goes against So they were visitors. That, in other words, you're saying visitors came here. I don't know and who That's what I'm saying. Somebody was here. Of course, exactly. It wasn't a natural form. Not our ancestors. This is technology uh, from maybe, some other Maybe, guys, woman. have you thought about maybe the dinosaurs were a little more adept at this stuff that we give them credit for? No, have you no, thought no, about that? No. How about in 1865, a two-inch metal screw was discovered in a piece of, uh, I don't know what you call Didn't this, you just spar. spar. Okay, in Treasure City, Nevada. All right, the screw had long ago oxidized, but its form, particularly the shape of its threads, mm. could clearly be seen. The stone is calculated to be... 21 million years old. Explain. Tyrannosaurus Rex, they had, those little, they, they had fine motor skills. And Use they, examples when necessary, please. Cite examples right, well, when you're necessary. You're asking, well, you expecting an answer? Either are dating, oh, we're going to have an answer. Either, okay. either our dating techniques are wrong and these things aren't that old. Uh, D- Doug's dating techniques have or, always been wrong. Or the geology <laughs> does not process in the way that we does, but that we think it does. And the history of our life is different. Life on this planet is different than we think. Something's going on that we don't know. Could, you got to give us an answer by the next time you come back here. Here we go. 1991 to 93, gold prospectors this is good. in Nevada, all right, in the eastern side of whatever mountains in. Oh, wait a minute. It's not Nevada. Sorry. In Russia. Russia. Found unusual, yeah, close enough. mostly spiral shaped objects, the smallest of which measuring one ten thousandth of an inch. The objects, are, you know, like the way it's thanks, Daffy. <laughs> the objects are composed of copper and rare metals. Ten thousand seventy. So these are like electronic filaments. Found. Two, Twenty thousand to three hundred eighteen thousand years old. Go. And for our radio audience, I have a picture of it right here. Yes, yeah, so I'll put that on the uh, website. So what are no. you saying? What is that? This, now, that this, looks like what? This looks like a like a like a, a fil- electronic filament for, for what's a filament. It conducts electricity, you know, or like a, a diode or something like you use for an electronic device. Electronic device found that's two, twenty thousand years old at least. If you were to visit, oh, by the way, this was, these were found not just in one spot. These were found in many spots in Russia. It wasn't just one find. There are many of them. So we're calling them nanotechnology because they're extraordinarily small. 
Yes. So could this have been some piece of some kind of alien technology that was used on Earth, and then they took off and they left a couple of items here? Like we left on the moon, we left the, the, yeah. a couple of pieces. Oh, of there's the no question in my mind. This was left by aliens. Listen, thank you. Oh, seriously. Thank you. I think you've proven the, that. These things are unexplainable. They are there. You can't deny that they're there. They are there. We don't know. They I can deny old. that they're there. How do you know that's not just a fabrication? Somebody took a photo no, of the filament and said, we found this 10 years no, ago in the Nevada no, Desert, and we've said it's Brad, from... Bird, go back Billions to the We didn't ask ago. you to come visit us, Bradford Masalis. Oh, Bradford. <laughs> Bradford, what's the guy's last name that we have on our show? Every so often? All right, so here's the other one. I have one. Oh, what about the vase? The mysterious vase in 1851, Scientific American. Now, this is legit organization. Reprinted. If it's legit, why does your voice go up when you say it? From the Boston transcript of how a metallic <laughs> vase <laughs> found in two parts uh, was made at 15 feet below the surface of the earth. A bell-shaped vase, see the photo, by the way, measuring four and a half inches high and six and a half inches at its base, was composed of zinc and silver alloy. Uh, on the sides are figures of flowers in the bouquet, uh, an arrangement, and inlaid with hmm. pure silver. How now, old was this? 100,000 years. A vase dated 100,000 years ago. No one was on the earth making vases 100,000 well, years what, ago. But it says 100,000 years ago, give or take 99,999 <laughs> years. No, so there's doesn't. a sampling error in there. It could have been last year. Look, look at the vase. Look at that picture. Look at that. Dr. Viviani, I, explain this to me. Again, I cannot, exp I cannot explain it. Why not? <laughs> no, my theory, I'm, it's, like I said, somebody, visitors, no, of somebody was around with this technology yeah. years ago. I don't know who it was. Right. But if you're visiting a planet, you're not bringing a vase. Why not? A vase, you're coming. Why People there lived been, here. There was a civilization yes. here, is what I'm telling you. The, um, whether it was from aliens or us that and they blew ourselves up or something happened. Well, you're assuming it's a vase. Maybe it had some other function. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter because it was predated our ability to make these things. Right. So, so it was brought here from some other no, planet. No, we could have made it ourselves. Here. If there was an advanced... Advanced civilization. Oh, you you're mean, saying... So, so you're not saying aliens. I'm not saying it could have been you're aliens. You're saying it was another race of humans yes. that were here. How is All that right. possible? Listen, We've I, I got to go to the bathroom, guys. I've had enough. We've never somebody found did it. Somebody made it. It's not an imagination. That's outrageous. We have never found any any evidence of Earth or on Earth of <clears throat> skeletons or humans being here at this time of frame. This has to have been a visitation from someone else from another planet. Has to have been because human beings were not here. Thank you, Doctor Viviani, for being here <laughs> on Everything Old Is New Again. Uh, we're having a great time, and we're going to thank come you back. and never come back. <laughs> Go back with some theories. How about this one here for these guys? All right, we're going to come back with that. Uh, we're a little early, but all right. Listen, Everything Old is New Again is on the Internet. Everythingoldisnewagain.biz. Communicate with us. Old New Again at AOL.com. We'll see you next week. What do you think, Dave? Communicate with us, especially if you're not from this world. <laughs> what happened? All right, so uh, my question then is, do you think any of these findings have any basis whatsoever in truth? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I mean, they can't. I mean, they're not made up. There's too many of them. Why? What, like, where, where are they getting the years from? How are they? Dating oh, well, they something? do the. You know, they do the carbon dating on these things, or whatever. they have. A, they also have different uh, ways of doing it based on um, the geology of the rocks. Somehow they can they can date that. Not just carbon dating. They get other dating. But things. why wouldn't on a slow news day CNN, let's say, pick up on something like this? Why not? I don't. Know. They have another agenda. 
These, these all these news agencies have different agendas. They're, they're on twenty four hours. I mean, but how not, how much of an agenda can you fill they, up with stuff? I mean, this is everything on the radio, everything on the television is all politics, politics, and a little bit of sports and some medicine. That's it. That's why everything old is new again is necessary to fill the gap to provide this information to the general public. It's essential. <laughs> well, yeah, it is old. What everything old is not old. We're a new show. We're two years old. Oh, you the, mean the, the, no, the new yes, yes, I agree. Yes, he's playing on our theme, Doug. Yeah. And it's what that's what we're trying to say. That vase, that vase. If you go down <laughs> Thank to goodness, the, the Walt Whitman Mall, you can find find that vase. Oh, that vase we're out of time. Uh, uh, we'll be back, and everything old is new again. Have we will. Fun. Yeah, I guess. Hopefully.